it's the next level. See for yourself. Wait, who said that? It was a ghost. Oh, damn. Hey, would somebody turn me around? We messed up my entrance. You know, I need to get this thing motorized. Hey! Scott! Scott! Lang? No. Way. Oh, look at you. I know what you're thinking. I've lost weight. Thank you for noticing. But don't worry, I'm not gonna let it go to my head. Hey panelers, welcome back to the show. I'm Mark. And I'm Steve. And this week we're going to be doing a spoiler-full podcast about the third episode. Or is it the third? It's the fourth. Fifth. Fifth episode. Fifth. Oh, okay. Fifth. <laughs> I read it wrong. <laughs> episode of Marvel's What If. And it's entitled What If Zombies? So, uh, Steve, you want to take us away with that uh, synopsis that we have? Oh yeah, the wonderful synopsis of when the Avengers are infected by a zombie plague, surviving heroes search for a cure. And that's my fault, Mark. I didn't. I had not changed. The it's okay. Else, so <laughs> it's fine. I'll take. I'll take the hit on that one. No, 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 no. It's fine. Yeah. It. It. Well, it's the fifth episode where we're getting pretty far into it too, and mm. you know th this is one that a lot of people I know have been looking forward to including myself, yourself, mm -hmm. people that we know within the group, within the Z-Heads from, mm -hmm. you know, Jason's pod, you know, what Walking Dead cast uh, Patreon. And we all love zombies, and I've been looking forward to this for a long time. So what were your initial thoughts? Uh, you know, just another great episode. They just keep getting better and better. And, uh, you know, I got, <laughs> I got, I got sucked into the misdirect about Thor being in this one. I even had an image that I had thought was a spoiler image that I put in our post this week. And, and of course I got rid of it after I realized that Thor's not in this one. So, you know, it's one of those things that I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm going to not try to, uh, I don't know. I'm just going to try not to, to take, take anything for granted at this point. Cause next week could be anything. It could be you anything. Know, all, yeah. Yeah. The, the screen grabs I saw showed Tony Stark, but who knows if that's what they're actually going to do. Yeah. You know? So, uh, but uh, yeah, though, this one was wild. Uh, I loved, I loved it because after the, the, the depressing dark ending of the last one, we kind of get this lighthearted. I mean, I hate to say lighthearted when it's zombies and <laughs> our heroes are dead, but uh, but yeah, we kind of get a, a more humorous episode, and uh, yeah, so it was great. Yeah, awesome. Well, my thoughts. I I just loved it. I've been waiting for this episode since I saw the actual sneak peek last year with the trailer for what we were in for with What If and for the What If series, and I just really have been anticipating this. I really wanted to see this, and I love the nods that that we get from the comic as well as the visualization. You know, honestly, this is a Disney plus Marvel animated show and there's only so much they could do, but I think they really did it very well with not as much gore. It has that zombie aspect of it. So at least kids could watch it. I think that's why they had the humor in the movie itself or the show. And I really enjoyed that aspect and the fact that you could watch it as a family, depending on the age of the child and whoever is actually involved with the, uh, you know, with the episode, 
and you know families could watch it together i guess and i i just love the easter eggs and references to the mcu itself which we will go further in within our discussion uh as we talk about this because there's so many that we just do callbacks from from different movies mm-hmm. yep <laughs> all right so with that we should move into our top fives absolutely last year mr stark asked me to join the avengers i turned him down and, and now they're all gone and i'm still here in my culture death is not the end they are still with us as long as we do not forget them plus they're not all gone me you still have me oh, oh i'm so sorry I'm, is it my Why don't turn? I go ahead and I think it's my turn to start. Okay, uh, good. Okay, I, I just I love that opening that we get that kind of same opening from Infinity War where Hulk falls through the the roof, you know, of the mansion there, and he's the whole Thanos is coming mm-hmm. thing. And uh, I love that you know not wanting to come not wanting to come out of Bruce in the fight, just like in the in the movie was was great. But then when Ma and his buddies show up. Uh, it's a different it's a different Avengers that uh, kind of uh, attack him and they take him out. I mean, they take him out pretty easily using those spells and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Iron Man just coming right up behind him and just shooting him in the back of the head was just and then whoa, just, you know, it was gruesome without being bloody and, and gory. Yeah. You know, and I, I love seeing uh, like Strange and Wong doing spells as zombies. <laughs> I love the cape coming in to rescue Bruce. You know, the cape, Doctor Strange's cape has, has become a character yeah. of its own in uh, in the movie and in this this series yeah. uh, a couple of times now. So it, it was really great to see that. And then, of course, you know, Wasp and Spider-Man showing up was was just amazing. And Bruce's whole don't eat me, don't eat me uh, thing <laughs> as he's being, you know, flown through the city being carried by Spider-Man was just great. Yeah, that whole opening was just just really cool. Yeah, it was. Uh, to add on to Wong, and if you remember in Infinity War, what is it, Call Obsidian? He cuts the, the his arm off or his hand off. Mm. And then in this case, uh, something happens where uh, Wong's head gets cut off at a certain point, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it happens in the opposite. Yeah. Uh, I, I love that. I just love that whole aspect of it. Yeah, uh, my thoughts. My number five would be the overall outcome and how it started. I just loved it completely. I loved it. It was during Infinity War that this all happened. So we get Ebony Maw, or as I like to call him, Ebony Naw, after he became a zombie. Oh. <laughs> and we got Call Obsidian. So we get that whole exchange at that point. But also, you know, Banner is found alone in the Sanctum Sanctorum instead of seeing Strange and Wong in the Infinity War like we did in the original movie itself. He's alone. And it's kind of like 28 days later, he's out there in the middle of nothing in Manhattan. And he has to put on the uh, the wardrobe of uh, kind of like what Strange had to do when he was learning to be a mage. And I, I thought that was pretty cool. It's funny how he tries to Hulk out, but like in the original Infinity War, he can't do it. And he slaps himself to get him to Hulk out. And we, instead of that one where he's in, you know, after Spider-Man saves him, he's smacking, oh, come out, come out. And then the Hulk goes, no, we get it differently in this case. 
but it's the same kind of uh, dialogue that we get, and I really enjoyed that because it's a nice callback to that. Uh, then we get, you know, we, we had the Iron Man Repulsor Blast Killing Maw. Now, that came out of Strange's, like, little spell where it comes through. And if you saw, you see three people come out, and just like at the very end of Endgame, when Strange does his little circle things where he brings everybody through a portal, we don't get the people that we saw in Endgame. We literally get Iron Man, Black Panther, Okoye... Oh, no, in, in Endgame we got... Cap, Black Panther, and okay, I'm getting it mixed up. And then in this case, we get Strange, we get Iron Man, we get Wong. Mm -hmm. And then they're the one that take out Ma and uh, Obsidian. And I thought that was pretty interesting because it's kind of reflective to that, but in a different take. And then, uh, you know, then we get Spider-Man wisping away Banner to safety after Hope helps out with the huge ants that devour those zombies. And I mm -hmm. thought that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I, it makes me think, do those ants turn? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, unless they're going the same tropes of like, you know, with The Walking Dead or any zombie lore, animals don't go. But then again, that doesn't really discount Train to Bazan when you had a uh, deer that was a zombie. So, <laughs> But the whole beginning I thought was great. I, I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so my next one is it was ni it was nice and we talked a little bit about this before we started recording. It was nice to have kind of a fun one. Yeah. Uh, after the last week's you know dark and depressing uh, tale, there uh, <laughs> I, I laughed as zombie happy, even as a zombie happy, still going blam blam. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you know I, I don't know what it means about me that I thought the zombie one was fun, but uh, you know that's that's our group. Uh, and again, it's it's I've talked about it before. Mm -hmm with the MCU is that they have this great way of being able to meld the humor and the drama and the action together. Uh, that is always really cool. Even though we have this tragic and I'll, I'll talk some more about the tragic way some of these heroes end up going out, but it, it was, it was nice to have a little bit of a lighter, you know, kind of tale and, uh, and the puns from Scott's head were great. <laughs> I, I kept trying to figure out at the very end there, when they're going away, somebody bounces off the plane. Hmm. Um, and, yes, and they do. The, and I, I kept trying to figure out who that was, or if that was just some random. I'm hoping it's some that, random person. Cause I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. I, I couldn't figure out where he came from. Was he, was he hanging on to the plane or, or what? No, but, I uh, think a uh, uh, giant woman or zombie giant woman threw that person at the plane. Okay. Yeah. That, that may be, I was, I was really just confused with that part, but yeah, that was my number four, just the whole mixing of the, the humor and the, and, and stuff with the tragic events that we got. Cool. Well, uh, my number four would, that would be the history of the plague as it were. Uh, in the comics, this was brought back to earth from a watcher in, from Earth Z dimension. So, uh, as we all know, or if you don't know, the this what if Marvel, uh, what if zombies episode is based upon Robert Kirkman's uh, comic through Marvel. It was just after he released uh, The Walking Dead. Marvel approached him, and he did that and created this whole world with the Marvel universe as when they're becoming zombies and uh the watcher in that particular universe sent out a centurion from earth 2149 then the virus spread within that particular universe so 
it's weird because you got a watcher who sent it in the comic. But for the show adaptation, it was interesting how they did this and they utilized it. They used the quantum realm to spread it from Janet Van Dyne because she was stuck in the quantum realm. So with that, you don't know what's going on within the quantum realm. So apparently there are a lot of diseases, everything from other universes. So she obviously contracted it, bit Hank. Hank was able to go back into his own universe and then, you know, basically infect everybody. He bit Cap on the neck as a little ant <laughs> mm-hmm. and then that spread it to uh, everybody else. And But within this particular universe, we get all these heroes with all these powers now with and being zombified at that point. And I thought that was a pretty cool take on it and a good adaptation based upon what Robert had created within that. Uh, the only difference, though, within this particular universe, in the comic, they had a conscience. They were aware. They were able to vocalize. And it was based upon hunger. The hunger. And in this, no, it's just them being typical zombies that we're all used to, like the Romero-style zombies or the Walking Dead-style zombies or even Zombieland kind of zombies where they don't have, like, vocal vocalization uh in zombieland they actually did have like with the clown he was kind of formidable at that point with the uh the mallet and everything Uh, he was aware these zombies are aware and they're aware of their own powers so i thought that was pretty interesting the fact that we get that yeah yeah it was a cool take on it that they were able to use their powers as zombies Mm. Uh, so my next one is is real quick. It's just something. I, this is another one I watched three times again this week, and I just the images that we get at the end are so cool and atmospheric, and just you know some of them are like alternate perspectives of scenes from within the episode, mm-hmm. and I just like the the artistic way of uh, that they that they present those images to us, and I love watching those end credits yeah. every week because it's they're just so great. Yeah. Uh, that would lead me to my number three. Mm-hmm. And I just love the whole Zombieland video montage that Peter Parker did. <laughs> it is basically Banner's introduction, how to survive the zombie apocalypse at that point. And then he uses key references. You got, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the Winter Soldier. You got Sharon Carter. Kurt was in there, too, from Ant-Man. And he's got his ex-con tag mm-hmm. on his uh uniform too still from ant-man and the wasp if you think because they were uh still building that so we know it's within that time frame i i noticed how he doesn't wear his mask peter doesn't wear the mask from spider-man at all because he he doesn't really care who knows who he is because of the zombie mm-hmm. plague everybody's right. pretty much dead in his eyes the video was done in the same vein as when he did his video in the diary for uh in the beginning of Spider-Man Homecoming, mm-hmm. when he, you know, catalogs the uh, his adventures during Civil War and how he talks about and how Happy intrudes. But then he kind of references Happy, and I forget what it says about Thor. It, it was funny on his shirt. 
<laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, it was uh, something like I'm I'm saving myself for Thor. Yeah, or something, yeah, something like that. I'm I'm not single. I'm saving myself so for Thor. Thor. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. thought that was so, cute. I, this was this was in my notes too. Just the whole video thing that Peter's showing him, and I love the introduction of each each of the characters. Yeah. Like you said of Kurt and Happy. You know, boxer driver. Uh, you know, Sharon, good ju- good eulogies. <laughs> you know that yeah. kind of stuff. And what was it for? Uh, uh, for uh, Winter Soldier. Uh, he's a like, heavy sleeper. <laughs> yeah, heavy sleeper, uh, killer, and robot arm or, or metal arm, yeah, something, yeah. something like that. Yeah, so, it's yeah. pretty funny yeah. as hell. And I just love that. You know, it's yeah. like it, it had that cute take from Zombieland, which I enjoyed very mm-hmm. much. So, so it had the humor within it, but it, it, it pictured you know Peter just living his life within it too. And I think it kind of centered on key characters if you think about it hope van dyne you got peter and then there were everybody else like there's kind of a twist of fate within this in comparison to uh the actual comic for marvel zombies with the hulk and i found it very intriguing mm-hmm. so uh we'll we'll get into that more later within my notes but uh okay. your number two my number two is is just how sad and tragic it was, and we talked a little how each of the different heroes kind of gets taken out. You already talked about Cap, you know, he gets bit, and then he turns into uh, a zombie, and and that's kind of why it spreads so quickly because their powers. Uh, the wasps, you know, takes out Zombie Stark. Uh, the ants kind of take take out different things. It looked like the cape uh, may have killed Strange or or Wong itself. Oh wow! Uh, Sharon, you know, gets. Uh, <laughs> Gets turned into a zombie by Cap, and then Wasp goes up inside her and uh, blows up. You know, <laughs> Bucky takes out Cap with his own shield. Uh, Hope sacrifices herself, and so does Hulk. I- I'm assuming. Well, that Hulk, we'll see. You know, yeah, we don't know because That's a cliffhanger. Maybe, yeah, he might have survived that Wanda fight between him and Wanda. Um, and you know, Vision, of course, kills himself by removing the Mind Stone. From his own forehead. Which so. Shadow is pretty much almost like uh, Endgame. Uh, no, not Endgame. Mm-hmm. Uh, Infinity War. Infinity War, yeah. Yeah, when, when, when Thanos, Thanos takes it out, he turns gray. So mm-hmm. he dies from it. So, But he did yeah. it himself in Sacrifice, which I thought yeah. was pretty cool. Very much similar to what Wanda was doing. Because Vision, at this point, in this particular story, was for his love for Wanda. And trying to keep her and try to save her. But... His he went mad scientist on this at this point, and I think he realized that towards the end, and that's why he helped out in the very end and taking the mind stone out from his head and handing it over because it was a way for them to help out. And I thought that was pretty cool, yeah. And that leads me into my number two, which was Vision's plan to help Wanda and try to save her, very much like him during WandaVision, but in the reversal. So, and we already covered that in one, you know, one division. Everybody knows that. So if you haven't go back, listen, we had a great time doing it, (laughs) but you know, the, the one cool thing, they'll aspect out of it. And I'll leave it off at this. He was feeding people to Wanda to still keep, you know, her alive as it were. And that was very interesting. Uh, you know, it kind of references to something that happened in the comic, but, the uh, the big difference was is Giant Man, who is Hank Pym in the comic, was uh, capturing people and literally keeping them alive, but cutting them and eating them himself. Okay. 
And we get that reference within this with T'Challa because, uh, and I think T'Challa said, oh, I, I thought he was trying to save me, but I, I think he needed a snack pack or something. <laughs> and uh, in this case, very much like within a comic, T'Challa has no leg. But in the in this version, he has just no leg. But in the comic, he has no leg and no uh, no right leg and no right arm. And mm-hmm. Hank was feeding himself and basically keeping him alive so that way he could easily just chow down and continue to live based upon that hunger. In this case, you know, these zombies don't talk. And it, it's pretty cool in the difference the fact that, you know, it was meant for a certain purpose for somebody else not just for themselves. And I thought right. that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I had that, you know, the whole thing with, with uh, between Wanda and Vision, I was a little confused. And I, I think what, what I took from it was that he, he knew he couldn't cure her necessarily, or maybe he was trying to cure her, but he was really trying to keep her in check because she, he knew how powerful she was that as a zombie, if she <laughs> got out you know, she could destroy the world. So True. that's kind of what I took from it. But uh, that leads us to my number one. And it's, it's another, <laughs> another quick one. Uh, that zombie Thanos was a shock, man. Uh, <laughs> he's got the, he's got the gauntlet on and, you know, he's only missing uh, the mind stone yep. is the only one he's, he's missing. So I kind of hope we do get a continuation within this season so we can kind of see what happens. And we, we already talked a little bit about the misdirect we got yeah. uh, from last week with the Thor. So yeah, I have no idea what we're going to get next week. Well, it- if you think about it, too, Thanos is a man with a plan. He was a man with a plan when he started the Infinity War, when he was going for and creating that gauntlet. Um, in that particular universe for the Infinity War that we know of from the movie, the MCU, he is trying to cut the universe's population in half to save it. So maybe he's going to cut it in half where half of it is zombified and half of it's alive so that they all could feed on each other. I don't know. This is weird because now we're left on a cliffhanger and we're wondering, or does he want everybody to be zombies? And I don't know. Like, like I said, I don't, or he could jump from universe to universe. Who knows? Or they might not show us anything. Oh, exactly. Yeah. We can only speculate and have fun with this though. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, that leads me to my number one, that ending scene where we have Banner face off with Wanda but this time instead of the, in the comic in the comic Hulk uh was actually zombified he was bitten oh okay i don't know if it was i don't remember if it, he was banner at the time or if he was hulk but regardless he still had the hunger just as much uh they chowed down on a lot of people he chowed down on giant man at that point who was Hank Pym but he still retained his powers uh, they kind of formed a faction where they would actually go after people who were alive and bite them and eat them and, you know, f- to fuel their hunger. And and at this point, it seems like when all those zombies were jumping on him, they couldn't penetrate his skin. It, it seemed to me when he was battling Wanda at that point. So I'm mm-hmm. wondering, in this yeah. iteration, do we, and in the continuation, if we do get it, because we do know that there's a, a season two will he be immune to this and will be he will he be the uh salvation for uh mankind at that yeah, point we'll have to see it's all i mean it's all I, I know i know the one thing i remember is that when wanda went to bite 
Bruce, his arm turned green for a second. And she couldn't, she couldn't penetrate the skin. Yeah. And so he says something like, thanks big guy for the win or, yeah. or something like that. So unless there's a zombie out there that has strong enough teeth to bite through yeah. Hulk's skin, that's, yeah. that would be the only thing. Ultron? I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's all, it's all speculation at this point. Yeah. But uh, well, no, Ultron's a robot. Remember Vision said they can't. No, that's they can't true. get into a robot. Yeah, that's, so. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, yeah, the uh, cool relation to the comic itself too. Uh, there's one part within a comic that makes me laugh all the time. Hulk eats a person, pretty much almost whole, because he, he as he gets angry, he gets bigger, and he does this the same as he's a zombie, and he devours somebody, and uh, he changes back to Banner, but the leg is protruding outside his. <laughs> body eh. his stomach because he couldn't Ew. digest him and, go, and they all make a comment and he's like hey you don't have a leg sticking out of your <laughs> your stomach at this point because i couldn't digest him whole because hulk ate him that way i'm still hungry i still have to devour and and i still have the hunger and it's hilarious so if you guys are out there it's available on trade and i do recommend it uh the first two trades i highly recommend the the third one goes a little bit more into a tangent and then we do get a uh a peek at the zombies again in the 2015 version of secret wars so uh in that one and i'll go into my notes about this uh i talk about it there but i'm going to talk about it now literally doom has within secret wars it's multiverses so obviously he's bringing a lot of people are colliding together. You got the Council of Reeds. You have different people from different universes within the Marvel universe that are interacting that are the same, but have different histories. And within this, on Battleworld, Doctor Doom actually uses the zombies, these zombies, to attack as like a bunch of military or a troop to. Uh, uh, wane off all the people that are trying to get to him and i think it's pretty cool so that's a cool aspect about uh, the secret wars when they utilize the zombies and i highly highly recommend that the third one goes a little bit more where they uh go into space and at the very end of this episode they talk about going into space to, for salvation at one point but the thing is is that there is no salvation because they wind up in another universe and the zombies come after them but that's the comic, and this is a different story, by the way. But it's cool to have a different, uh, you know, perspective on it. And I highly recommend right. everybody go out and read that if they can. So a lot of my notes we've already talked about, but let me see uh, what we haven't. Uh, Peter, I love Peter not wanting to split up and, and Okoye uh, <laughs> saying, you know, that, that oh, they don't have horror movies. They have American TV reality instead of horror movies. I thought that was great. Uh, I love the fight between... Bucky, uh, Zombie Falcon, and Okoye. Hmm. Uh, when she kills Falcon, you know she apologizes to Bucky, and he says, "I should be sad, but I'm not." Uh, and <laughs> what I, but what I think was an interesting callback there is in you know in this universe, the events of Falcon and the Winter Soldier would not have happened. So he and Falcon wouldn't necessarily have had a friendship or, or yeah, a relationship a or relationship, something. Yeah. Yeah. As, as they had. So it's, it's, it's kind of a, I think it's kind of a tongue in cheek kind of uh reference to Falcon and the winter soldier. Yeah. The, the fact that, that he says, Oh, I, I, I should be sad, but I'm not. Well, you know, it's pretty so. funny how she splits them in half 
kind of like mm-hmm. how Michonne would do. And mm-hmm. we know Denai Guerrero mm-hmm. is uh, Michonne in The Walking Dead, and it's funny yeah. how she does does it. And and then I love seeing Peter with Doctor Strange's uh, cloak on. That was really great. And then, of course, at the end, with it around Ant-Man's head, uh, was another just cool visual for me. Oh, well, the thing with Peter with the, the cape, that's actually a nod to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, if you don't mm-hmm. recall. Because they go into uh, that one Peter Parker's sanctum with Aunt May. And they show all the different suits that Peter has as Spider-Man. And one has a a cape. And it looks okay. like a lot like that cape, which is so funny. So that's, that's yeah. a good nod to that. Because uh, it shows like uh, a belongingness from uh, Disney Plus slash Marvel to uh, nod towards Sony's stuff, which is uh, Spider-Man Into the Universe. And I really enjoyed that. And it just made me laugh because they actually did that in the comic. They did give Peter a cape at one point, even though I think Kirby was highly against it. (laughs) But um, and on top of that, the the head thing with uh, Scott Lang. Can you say Futurama? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right, listeners, we have the one Kirk Manley, uh, the guy who actually created the artwork for our podcast right here online right now. And he's going to talk about his moments, his favorite moments on the uh, What If Zombies episode. So, Kirk, take it away. What, What were your favorite moments? Thanks. Well, well, first of all, welcome to, to both of you. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity to come on and, and to talk about, you know, some of my favorite things in the whole world, which is uh, Marvel uh, comics, Marvel animation, Marvel movies, and zombies. I mean, it doesn't get any any better for for me than that. Yeah, hell like yeah, the, exactly, uh, right? That's the trifecta. <laughs> um, so uh, let's see. So in terms of, you know, first of all, I thought that the episode, in, first of all, let me start off by saying I think that the entire What If program so far has been, or series, has been top-notch um, and I, I, I have no complaints. I mean, I, I certainly like everybody could sit and rate, which has been my favorite, yeah. which was my least favorite, but saying yeah. least favorite is really not fair because I've loved them all. Um, but I think that with each episode, it, it gets harder. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, I think that's my favorite episode. And the next <laughs> one, oh, no, that's my favorite episode. No, no, that's my favorite. So, um, I don't know if they can kind of keep that up for me, but, but I hope so. Um, but I, I think, you know, there was a lot of, um, at least on my part, mm. uh, concern or, or um, skepticism as to how successful, uh, how polished, how integrated with the MCU uh, uh, movie universe would be um, and how successful that would all be, how the animation <laughs> was really oh yeah you know biting my nails about the, how the quality of the animation was going to be and i tell you i just uh i i don't have any complaints you know and it's just been building and building um you know the marvel zombies is as of right now my favorite but um you know they i think guardians of the galaxy which was i believe the second one yeah with t'challa um that that just i think that's what I mean. The first one was fantastic, in, in that um, all of the introduction to the storytelling and the visuals and the animation and the voices and um, and then of course the cool twist. But in terms of the twisting of the story, there was very little. It was pretty much the same story, just with different characters changed and 
different roles. Yes. You know, I was like, okay, that's cool, but I don't know. And then, boy, with that second episode, we were just blown away. They just blew the doors off, you know, in terms of changing everything. <laughs> but you guys have probably already talked about that episode, so I won't go into that. <laughs> so, um, in terms of the the this episode, you know, I heard rumor. Uh, or I don't know if it's called rumor, but there was talk online about the fact that they had to tone it down um, oh, yeah. originally from its original execution online and, or on um, in animation. And that's probably because they probably stuck more closely originally to the to the books, because I don't know if you've both I'm sure you've both read the books, but they're pretty dark. Oh, they are very and dark. They are yeah. Really- they are really, I mean, they are dark. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Parker eating Mary Jane. And, and, uh, and Aunt May. And Aunt right. May, yeah, just as uh, it doesn't get much darker than that. And his, so, and his leg but, holding um, on by a thread, too, a muscle. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Some of the best covers uh, in a series ever. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think, though, that 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 was not a bad thing. I mean, I think that um, I think it would have been out of character to say, I guess, with the rest of the show, yeah. if it had been darker. So I was actually glad that they kind of stayed more consistent with, you know, that was and, and yet, you know, still told a great zombie story. I mean, there was chumps and chills and thrills and gore and all that stuff so so that that was the kind of the first my first thing that i was i was kind of happy about and then another thing that impressed me was the balance of action in this one with quiet moments and quiet moments i don't mean you know um silence or uh uh, um you know two characters talking I, i mean the the sequence where where wasp grows to giant size in order to carry them across this ocean of zombies mm. was heart-wrenching and a huge uh, an amazingly well done mm-hmm. uh, hero sacrifice yes. for the greater good yeah. moment and it was shot down from above looking up the zombies falling off and the music is just very heart-wrenching and there's this you know, sunset quality to the lighting. And it was just, it was, you just, I just, I found it to be a very just beautiful, serene, and yet horrifying and sad moment. And, you know, that was a great, of all the episodes to date, there hasn't been that balance of that kind of storytelling. Yeah, very, there's been, you know, Yeah, it's very much like The Walking Dead in a sense where they do chilling things like that. So many sacrificing themselves. I I think Jason has already probably mentioned this Mm -hmm. on House Podcast to go with their coverage. But uh, (laughs) they they are covering the same thing, which is amazing. But I I feel the same way. Well, I think it's a it's a it's an important part of the zombie movie trope. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, one person sacrifice. Yeah. You've got the selfish people or the selfish characters who actually sacrifice other people to protect themselves or to save themselves. And then you've got these, you know, heroic moments of people willing to throw their life, you know, aside in order for the greater good or for the larger group. And, um, you know, I think it's an important part of the zombie story. Yes. And, and, um, and that they didn't miss that. They didn't, 
you know, they saw that that's an important thing that needed to be done here. You know, um, there were a lot of sacrifices that, you know, I mean, we, in, ter in terms of the darkness issue, which I brought up at the beginning, you know, compared to the movies. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're losing heroes left and right every episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? That is true. <laughs> you know, and and uh, I guess you know, being animated, it uh, uh, you know, it, it allows them some some room to do that, and, and doing the multiverse gives them the room to do that too. But uh, yeah, you know, but that's that feels very real to the comic for me. You know, in the comic book treatments, you know, whereas in the MCU there right, tends right. to be a higher survival rate all the time. Yeah, well, uh, I think they changed <laughs> you know? it with this uh, a lot, in yeah. a sense. And they yeah. changed a lot of universes, too. And whether or not they collide within the actual MCU, we will see. For the fact that we got Doctor yeah. Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. We got Spider-Man No Way Home coming out, and that's going to be affected yeah. as well. And I wouldn't be surprised yeah. later on within the MCU... Because with that, maybe we'll get mutants. I, I, I don't think that uh, the Eternals are going to be the ones that are going to be bringing in mutants. I think this multiverse will. But that's just my thoughts. Yeah, I think that I think that's a great, good point and a good observation. I, I think we were being led to believe that that was what it, that the Eternals were going to somehow, you know, be the catalyst for that. But uh, no, I think you're right. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be more wrapped up in the uh, the multiverse, and I don't know if it's going to be um, a a alternate universe that merges, or they the, those characters come over from it and become part of you know the, this universe, mm -hmm. or whether um, something's going to happen like Wanda. But my, if I had to guess, I'm going to guess that the Scarlet Witch will fulfill what she you know mm -hmm. her storyline from the comics. Only in reverse. Yes. Uh, instead of no and more instead, mutants, right. it's all mutants. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And, um, you know, and so she, you know, she, she, I think that's a very high possibility. But, yeah, I think also, you know, I'm, I would not be surprised, especially since I've read quotes from Kevin Feige, that, that the mm -hmm. animated yeah. what-if yeah. stories are canon. Oh, awesome. So those characters can jump over. Yeah. If they choose, and and there is again more scuttle online yes. about yeah, I've heard at least um, Captain Carter, for sure. Oh yes, being somebody who's going to show yeah. up, right? And I would not be surprised if the Doctor Strange that was left alive and trapped in his isolated, mm -hmm. dark little cube in his universe, yep. isn't going to come back as well. And and you know, there's something very odd about the. Doctor Strange in the preview for No Way Home. Yeah, there are some he's things a that off. people say. Oh, he's Mephisto. Yeah, he's a little off. He agrees to do things he wouldn't normally do. Um, he, he seems very cavalier about uh, taking risks. Uh, he's wearing the Time Stone. Uh, you know, there's there's just weird, uh, hmm. some weird kind of stuff going on there. And um, you know, that could just be a, a misdirect. But I wonder if he isn't a replaced version. Yeah. Oh, or Strange Supreme replaced yeah. the Doctor Strange from our universe. That would be interesting. That would be cool. Correct. Because no Doctor Strange showed up in WandaVision. Wanda was ripping the fabric of reality to pieces mm -hmm. and reformulating an, her own world as she wanted to and manipulating mm -hmm. all these people and using magic right. constantly. Right. Yeah. There's no way he would not have come. 
And I think they put out a whole thing about how they didn't want to steal her thunder. They didn't want him to become the, you know, the, the protector. And, and instead, you know, she needed to solve this problem on her own. And, and, and that all makes good sense in storytelling. And I agree with that. I'm glad that's how it went, but I think they pulled him from it because they realized they wanted to go this direction with him. Mm -hmm. And for that to happen, there needs to be evidence of him having not been around. Mm, which makes you know, sense. Un- unfortunately, we they did re CG some stuff where they show strange coming in. You think it's strange? You think it's strange? At the sure. very end, but yeah, they think yeah, it is. Yeah, but exactly. Could be something else, but you know, a lot of yeah. people are speculating about that. To me, I just leave it as what I remembered initially from the first viewing, and I try to keep it that <laughs> right. way. Uh, right. th- yeah, whatever comes, whatever it may. I'll, I'll enjoy because it is all yeah. Marvel and these are the yeah, things that exactly, I grew up with exactly. just like you did Kirk as well as Steve. Yeah, amen. <laughs> so what, amen. what about, what, were there other, still growing uh, up. any other shocking yeah, I think we all are. <laughs> for you from this, from this episode that really stood out? Steve, I got to ask before I answer your question, uh, is that a, yes, is that a green screen that background? Is... <laughs> no, he's out with yeah, Hulk. Hulk Hulk out. Say, maybe, he's out in the forest. Maybe you're out in California. I'm, uh, I'm in Oklahoma. Really That's actually nice an image uh, from North Africa, uh, where the goats actually climb up into trees to eat the the, oh, the tree excellent. nuts. Um, and and so yeah. So that's what that picture is. You don't yeah, want to see I've what my actual room looks like. Guy. I've seen documentaries that had them. Yeah, mine's okay. disheveled, so as you all guys know. So it's okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's all good. You're seeing mine, so I don't need to say anything more than. Well, you're an artist. Everything's all over the place. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just like inside my head. Yeah. Um, well, you came up with great in work. In terms so. of other things that stood out, in terms of other things that stood out for me, Steve. Um, you know, I love seeing um, some of the secondary uh, or second tier characters have much broader parts, bigger stage. Yes. You know, um, to the fact that we, you know, we got to see a Koyo and. Uh, um, yeah. Hope. You know, Sharon uh, Carter. Yeah. Hope. Oh. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, Sharon Carter, exactly. Even Bucky. I mean, you know, even though he's been, other than Winter Soldier, he, you know, he's really been kind of like a side character, you know. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, I think that's, uh, that was a standout. And, and uh, uh, I really enjoy seeing that because I think those, the thing that's been great about Marvel is that they have not... Um, sacrificed those roles and that level mm-hmm. of character uh just mm-hmm. to get you know the biggest possible name for their lead or you know instead their storytelling is you know all wrapped up in all of the characters and and they therefore go and get good people to do these roles and you just want to see more so that that's been a great benefit of the what if series i think uh, another one would be just the level of animation. Again, uh, you know, one of my biggest reservations and concerns was how would the animation be handled? And, um, you know, animation has come a long way. I don't know if you guys watch much manga or, or yeah. not manga, but uh, anime. And, uh, you know, there's there's been a growing integration of traditional 2D illustration with CG generated 3D illustration. And a lot of the times it doesn't mm-hmm. work. You know, you get this nice 2D art 
uh, with the characters and they're interacting and some of the environments are painted 2D and they're beautiful in the background. And then they bring in this, you know, tank or right. this robot or something and it's CG'd <laughs> and it looks CG'd yeah. and it's like, that is just not working, you know? And they've exactly. done a really yeah. good job in integrating this. You can sometimes kind of tell that they're CG, but it's hard to know. And maybe it's all CG. I wouldn't be surprised if it's all been done digitally and that, but they're working hard, you know, just like they did with, um, I don't mean they as in Marvel, mm -hmm. but just like the animators did in, in Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse is just oh, yeah. fantastic, but they created... It's an amazing... They created an entire animation program to comic book-fy it and to defy it and give it zip tone and, you know, all these things that um, just made it look right. like it was a an actual comic book brought to life um yeah. and yeah and i'm just i'm just happy like with spider ham yeah. yeah exactly spider ham if you look at how he integrates with all those yeah. other images of how they are he is very different yeah. in comparison and i really enjoyed yeah. that aspect i kind of made the joke uh, a couple of episodes ago when we were podcasting how uh I guess somebody really got feet right because Rob Liefeld could really never draw feet. <laughs> well, along with, he did, uh, and whoever along with did many the, other things that he couldn't draw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Captain Carter. It's like, oh, they sure. Uh, I was like, oh, wow. They could draw toes and feet. Wow. This is amazing. <laughs> so I'm sure Rob Liefeld would probably be like, you, yeah, I well. hate you. But that's been an ongoing joke, obviously, within the comic community. And he embraces it, though. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I mean that's that's been outstanding, I think, and and a lot of it is not only the, I, I think the weakest part is in the dialogue um, and the the mouth dialogue lineup. I think there's some, you can kind of feel like the that's they're not, um, yeah, the, the CG. Yeah. It's not like GI Joe back in the eighties. <laughs> Where it's yeah. out of sync. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little hard. I think it, it, that's the only place where it's it's falling for yeah. me. But um, the color, I just the, the coloration and the uh, it's really brings that comic. The shadowing actually, the, sh it's the great. shading, the shower, uh, the shadowing. Um, you know these these large expanse uh, um, shots. Like last night they had, uh, or it was, or um, this episode, there was one where there, I want to say, it was it a car? And it's a, a, a long shot far away. You see them traveling and way in the, in the background, you see the watcher ghosted out, you know? And mm -hmm. I mean, just yep. mm -hmm. very much like a, a beautiful rendered comic book page. And um, so, yeah, I think mm -hmm. that, uh, They've done really good job with the lighting, with the color, um, with the animation overall. You know, I think there've been a few, the the the, the mouths sinking oh. up, but then the other was the the darn tentacles from that creature. Yeah, oh, that that right. was a perfect example of that CG mm -hmm. smashing into that two D looking effect, and it just not not feeling like it's in the same environment. You know, mm -hmm. so. No, it, it two worlds here. Yeah, a little bit, little too bit. much at that point. Yeah. <laughs> well, it takes you. What? Uh, what do you feel about yeah, that creature? How do I feel about that creature? Is that what you just asked? Yeah. What do you think that creature is? Something that we'll see soon that was out of Strange's yeah. universe. Something with an eye. I forget the name there's of a, it. Uh, but, there's uh, a I'm villain. There's a famous villain of his. Um, 
and I will screw up the name. Um, I'm sure. <laughs> it's okay. I screw up all names. <laughs> I'm just taking a quick look at it online. Villain. Right. I think I've, I think I've heard another Kuma podcast. Doric or something like that. I think so. Uh, yeah, and it's not... I don't think it's going to be the first or last time that we'll ever see him. Oh, I, no, I think, I think he'll come yeah, absolutely. the actual movies at a and In fact, point. I think we're, we're going to see um, yeah. Captain Carter again, yeah. who jumped through that, because yes. she pops out. Yeah, well... She pops out at Avengers, yeah. you know, in front of uh, Fury and Hawkeye. And um, so, you know, my guess is, is that she will use that portal mm-hmm. which is obviously opening up alternate universes or whatever to jump around a little bit and that yeah, may yeah. be how she That'll lands cool. in the mcu live action i don't know yeah well, she might need to out well again <laughs> which will be great <laughs> that's yeah right. that's right well, there's but a yeah, lot that, of CG I mean, work. They're creature, already making a the she-hulk show really yeah. thread we've had through two episodes where we had the same you know that that same kind of thing. So it's definitely going to come up again. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, we yeah. saw it first in that. Well, that first and the, the second one, one was we see here, was here the Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange, right? Is that what you're yeah. saying? Creature. Yeah. 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 So I wouldn't be put a past. Well, he's a famous. He's a fa- in the comics. He's a very prominent villain of Doctor Strange, um, and uh, I apologize that I can't remember the name of okay. it. Um, but um, more importantly, he he's an ancient god mm-hmm. of um, uh, with the you know kind of like Dormammu, mm-hmm. but um, he also wrote the um, the book that Wanda has there the um, what the, oh, the Darkhold or what was it called the Darkhold dark. yeah right. the Darkhold yeah right in the comics he is the actual writer of the Darkhold ah. okay. Um, putting down all of his dark magic into the one book. And um, so, you know, it kind of lines up, you know, so they've introduced the dark old, they've shown us a tentacle monster. Um, you know, I, I think it, I'd be shocked if we don't see, see that character. Now, whether he'll be the main bad villain, I don't know, but. Um, That'd be cool. But that's a possibility now. Yeah. Uh, one criticism. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, of this episode, I didn't like the fact that it hinged again on Hank Pym. Oh, really? I didn't understand why they would do that. Well, like in um, the comic, where Hank Pym was uh, uh, pretty much chopping up T'Challa and eating him. <laughs> Are you talking about that? Or well, that's true. That yeah, well, no, no. I I no, like it. I like yeah. that switch. I, like I get what you're. I get what you're saying. Like we have two episodes here that hinged on something yes. with Hank Pym and with the Pym oh, family. Oh, okay. Yeah, basically. the two two episodes. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. Right. Well, there was the Avenger, the death of the Avengers. Yeah, one, the murder mystery where right. all the Avengers get murdered, and it's him that does it because right. Hope got killed in in a mission for Fury, and he's been on a revenge ever since. Mm. But. Um, it just struck me as kind of odd that now then here they, they do the whole, you know, Hank Pym going to get Janet Pym yeah. or Janet, whatever, Janet Van Dyme or whatever. And, right. and she brings the virus back. Um, hmm. Right. The only thing I can 
think of as to why they did that is because they want the virus or the whatever it is that's causing the zombie uh, infection to have come from the quantum zone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. I think that for but some, he was also the right. creator of everything, the co- too. For That's why they got into the right. quantum zone. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that um, for some reason that's important. They, You know, one thing is been clear about the marvel execution in the marvel universe is that it's nothing is done without you know some reason. sort of reason yeah. and yeah, yeah we may not see it for years but um and you know one theory i was reading was that they want to do that so that they can because part of the the storyline of the marvel zombies comics is in the second series mm-hmm. you know in the first series they've basically consumed the entire planet yeah. And they're, but they're still driven with this hunger. hunger that they can't, right? So they, I, I, I may be getting this slightly wrong, but they, they summon Galactus. Oh, they eat Galactus, and, then they consume, and it becomes a hive mind at that point too. Yeah, and they, and they gain the power cosmic, which allows them to to take themselves to other universes. universes. Yep. And then they just start portaling to other universes and consuming them. And that, and that's and, how they leak into the 2015 Secret Wars at that point and become Doom's uh, army at one point on a battle world. Right. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I think they're looking at how how can we set this up so that we could do a Marvel Zombies, mm. whether it's a TV series, mm-hmm. you know, on Disney Plus or a standalone movie or part of the Secret Wars storyline or whatever. Yeah. Um, I w- but, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be know, surprised so. if that's where the MC is going uh, is going to actually point towards with all these multiverses because mm-hmm. that's what really stemmed from the 2015 Secret Wars story was all multiverses. You got the Council of Reeds, you have Doom, the the God Doom at that point. You got everybody working mm-hmm. together that are different mm-hmm. versions of themselves and learning from one of it, from each other from their own universe. Like there, I think there was a Peter Parker that actually had a an Uncle Ben that was still around, and things right, of that nature. Right. And uh, oddly enough, within this particular episode, it was the first time they actually mentioned Ben Parker in the yeah, MCU, yeah. which was pretty yeah. pivotal for that. Regardless that it didn't look like Tom Holland or sound like him to the most degree. <laughs> But we did get an older version of the the Spider-Man costume that was from years ago that was in cartoon form. I, I guess it had to be yeah. a legal issue, and I, I brought it up to Steve earlier, and I thought that was interesting. But I liked it nonetheless. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah, me too, for sure. Um, great to see... Uh, Bucky, you know, wielding the shield full full mm-hmm. force. Oh, I mean, yeah. He's thrown it and used it a couple <laughs> times, but yeah. And the great callbacks to the lines like, you know, uh you know, when he, he puts the shield through him and, and this is the end of the line. And then <laughs> Yeah, this is the line. So yeah, just some great the trope tip of, of the hats the too. Tip of the hat to the actual MCU Captain America series between Bucky and, yeah. and Steve's uh yeah. the relationship and it's like this is the end of the line and then he takes the shield. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's really helped to to have the actual actors. Yes. Um I, I think their voices have just made it that much easier to 
fall into this and feel as if it's just a continuation mm. and and not some sort of aberration you know i know and i talked i was on with um jason when with uh, his podcast what if podcast for the premiere yeah and we talked about how you know i didn't feel like the person that did steve rogers voice was spot on you know i just thought and other people did i i I did not look at the credits so i didn't know and i was like it sounds a lot like him but i was like "Mm, okay and then steve corrected me and i was like wow that was you know for me not looking like you know and not having Tom Holland. Just that, that, well, I think stunk. that's a Sony Marvel <laughs> thing right there. And yeah. I think yeah, the legalities, probably. you know, if all things, yeah, they could always gotten probably. Andrew Garfield. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but it was, I, I totally agree with you. It was great to hear, like, Denai Guerrera, those, uh, Emily yeah. Camp, those those secondary characters, even them, they're bringing those actors in. Evangeline uh, Lilly. To, yeah. To yeah. Them. yeah, Evangeline Lilly. Evangeline yeah. Lilly, Sebastian Stan. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that the, it's just great. They really thought, you know, it, it, it shows that they've really spent the time and the money to, to you know, to think this thing through and do it properly and not, you know, half-assed. And story-wise, and, um, too, if you think about it. There's a lot of yeah. heart in this particular episode because it's like Hope giving herself up, sacrificing herself – Peter always showing a positivity and explaining that in the end, how he lost his mother, his father, Aunt May and Uncle Ben, you know, and uh, oddly enough, he didn't mention MJ. So I guess MJ kind of died at one point, but, uh, well, I think they're trying to, yeah, they're trying, they're not, they're, yeah, they're, they're being a little coy about that whole thing. I think. Yeah. Um, where, what's going to happen with that from a romantic point of view for him. But uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. And it was also, you know, no one in the comics they do, but no one <laughs> in the movies yet has no. confront, you know, confronted uh, Spider-Man with, you know, why are you always so chipper and so cheery? Now, I think, you mm-hmm. know, realistically, we've only seen he's only been Spider-Man a very brief time. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, part of his whole personality in the comics is his jovial laughter. It's but here they they but as the senior talking about they they let us in to see that you know all of that laughing and humor and teasing and joking and positivity is really his defense mechanism. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know that's how he's coping. Yes, yeah. it's coping. I suppose coping mechanism is a better better term to use. I'm sure but, we'll um, probably hear or see more of that in No Way Home because from yeah, from yeah. the rumors and a lot of people are speculating it's even more and more that we're getting three Spider-Men and uh I'm looking forward to that. Uh I would love to see Yeah, I, I hope they do that. Uh, I mean um you know I, I it's it's really hard to tell. You yeah. know they, they they and they do a great job, you know. I mean they and and as a result things are unpredictable and unsure, you know, <laughs> when the when WandaVision came out, you know, everyone was convinced that it was Mephisto. Know, we were watching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were watching the, the machinations of, of Mephisto and, and that he would be the big bad. And then, you know, it, it wasn't that at all. No. 
And then Falcon Winter Soldier came out and we're like, you know, the, the big crime boss there or the, the, the deal maker, I can't remember their name. You know, is it the kingpin? Is it this, you know, is it yeah. Red Skull? He's bad. The power broker, yeah. I guess is the power name, broker. right? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's going to be Red Skull, maybe blah, blah, blah. No, it was Agent Carter. So, yeah, uh, right. you know, or maybe a scrawl imposter. We don't. Yeah, I kind of brought that <laughs> but, up at um, one point, too. It would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so then Loki happens and we're like, okay, the man at the end of whatever, or the, the one who remains, mm-hmm. right? The yeah, character the at one the who end. Remains, and yeah. you're like, yeah, this is going to be some old guy we've never met before, some alien character or something, because that's what it was in the comic. And it's not going to be anything big. Blah, blah, blah. And the doors open up and there's Kang. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and you're like, oh, shit, they went there. You know what I mean? Yeah, finally did. Yeah. Yep. It set us up yeah. two series in a row. And then we're like, okay, we know how this works. And then they said, no, no, you do not. not. We don't know how this works. <laughs> well, I, I kind of broke all that down with all the Easter eggs. And I think the last two episodes, Steve, and I was like, yeah, yeah. It's, got, it's Kang. It's Kang. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. It, it, they named him something else, which, you know, well, he it, remains. It, he is. He is multiple different identities throughout the different time mm-hmm. periods. Yeah. And, right. Um, Right, and so which only clues us into more getting the Fantastic Four in because he's related to the Reed yeah. Richards. So. Yeah, he's a distant relative so of, of Reed I'm, Richards. I'm, yeah. I can't wait for that. So uh, we have yeah. that little. I just to. read. I just read today. I don't know if you guys talked about it or covered it, but they just announced today four more dates for Marvel movies. Yes, they have. Um, oh no! They're yeah. All in, yeah, yeah, they're all in 2024. No, no indication of what they are. Oh, but right. okay. uh, they're, they're 2024, so a lot of people are speculating the Fantastic Four is going to be one of them, maybe one of the X-Men, something like that. And I saw somebody somebody posted up a comment saying, I'll bet you anything that February date gets moved to April 4th, <laughs> 2020, 2024. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it'll be 4-4-24. Yeah. Great. We have to wait three years for that. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah, yeah we have to wait three years to find out if that theory. I wonder if it, no one's going to remember. It's like, hold on. Uh, the only Fantastic Four movies I remember is that Roger Corman movies, those two other movies, and that really bad one, Josh Trank. <laughs> I remember there was a podcast I was listening to three years ago that, um, that said that. They... <laughs> yeah, right. Some guy predicted it. What the hell? What was his name? Yeah, yeah. Manly of Kirk. He read it on the internet. <laughs> he read it on the internet. Very, very cool. But yeah, Kirk, so, what we're going to move on to is. Uh, Steve and I were moving into notes, so what we're going to do is uh, we're going to continue on, and you could jump in if you want. Steve, where did you leave sure. off uh, on your last uh, one? I, I had finished all mine up. We were we were into your your notes there that oh, we okay. discussed. Uh, one note that I had from the episode that is pretty much like an Easter egg or something that references to something within the cinematic universe, uh, Kirk, that I liked was the giant slingshot that Peter does with his webs to get the train to start working. Yeah, Yeah. it's a basic full reversal of what had happened within Spider-Man 2, if you remember, with Tobey Maguire when he was trying to stop the train train. from Doc Ock. But, you know, in this case, he was doing it uh, to help his friends, and he was putting his life in jeopardy from the the zombies at hand, and I thought that was a pretty unique and very cool thing. It showed the tensile strength of his webs, too, by the way. It was a nice uh, echo of that. Yeah, Yeah, it was. 
the next one I had was Hope Van Dyne went all giant woman within the episode, but succumbed to being eaten and turned into a zombie giant woman. Yeah. And, you know, this was in the comic as well, but Hank did the same with T'Challa. And I mentioned it before, but with him eating, but he also ate Galactus and he was a giant zombie at that point, too. So if you recall, <laughs> and he was one of the leading factions of it between him, Hulk and Cap and everybody else, because they were the original Avengers and they were leading that. And just like in the in the comic itself, they were pretty much unlike within the, the show, the comic versions were conscious of themselves, had a... Um, uh, they knew what they were doing, they knew who they were before, but they just had that hunger, and they were just constantly uh, deteriorating, but they were just basing it on that hunger, whereas this, they're just straight-out zombies, which is kind of a cool twist, and I, I like Well, they're that. zombies, but they have their superpowers. They, and, they know, and they're conscious of using them. You do see Wanda, though, right. showing affection or emotion at the very end as a, a zombie when Vision's gone. She goes crazy. And, right, and right. it showed that she held on to something. She couldn't vocalize it. So I guess they didn't right. want to pay uh, Olsen money to come in and voice something <laughs> as a zombie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, she was busy. She's busy. Uh, she just finished filming, I read, the other day. Oh, yeah. Um, for Doctor Strange. So oh, okay. she, I don't know. I don't know when all this was – this dialogue was done probably yeah. years ago. That is probably um, probably over a year and a half ago, if anything. Yeah, at least, yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to just jump back quick. Did you notice in that sequence that you were just going over a minute ago with um, Peter, uh, um, Spider-Man, trying to do the train with his his webs? Yeah. The zombies come up from behind him. Yes. Mm -hmm. And almost get him mm -hmm. before, and he, so the spider sense just not happening. Not happening at all. Yeah. Right. Not happening Maybe at he all, didn't, almost. maybe yeah. in this particular world, he doesn't have spider sense. Yeah. Maybe. It's <laughs> just an interesting, yeah, that's an interesting thing that thought. was left I hadn't, out. Hadn't, yeah, I hadn't thought about yeah, that. Same here. Uh, one other that I liked was the buses and the train cars that Peter uses to make a fort with his webbing within the city was just remarkable. But as it also just reminded me of the uh, Sam Raimi trailer that we were supposed to get that we never got, but you have seen on YouTube or you probably have seen in deleted scenes of when Spidey had webbed up the uh, a bunch of burglars or thieves within a helicopter between the World Trade Center. The tow towers, yeah. Yes. Tow towers. But yeah. in this case, they used trains, buses, and everything. But what was that to stop Falcon Zombie to come in and, do and fly in, you know? But I thought it was a, a cool <laughs> point because we got to see something of his power, his tensile strength, and what he could do. Just like with an trailer yeah. that we never were able to have because of uh, 9-11, unfortunately. What about the death sequence for the Falcon zombie? Oh, oh God. <laughs> that, yeah. was pretty, that was pretty intense, man. She caught him totally in half. Yes. Yeah, that was this that one. Was this one was the this one we got the most gore. I think it still was. It wasn't oh, a lot of gore. No, they toned it down. Some, yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, did you like the Futurama reference with uh, Ant Man or uh, Scott Lang? I, I didn't. I, I, I'm not a Futurama f uh, oh. follower. So he's got the head, no, and he's. I, I missed that. But it's also uh, it's also a reference to Mars Attacks. 
if you can remember, because they Mars had the, yes. the head in the, yeah. you know. Yeah, but, in the bottles, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, in but in this case, he's flying away, and he, he, I forget what he states from Harry Potter, but it was a spell for levitation. Uh, but I, I thought that was pretty now, funny. There, that is pretty funny. I loved the, the the fact that the cape was a character. Yes, mm-hmm. and it wasn't like no, that in the I mean, comics at all. No, no, he was, was he? I don't think it was even in the comics. No, but um, they treat him. They treat and I, I say him, it, her, mm-hmm. um, like it, you know, like a character. They do it in the movies as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. It has personality. It has, you know, consciousness. It, it knows when, you know, the people are threatened and it jumps into action. And, yeah. um, you know, it's uh, I think there's more to that. Yeah. You know, I'm looking forward to like more. Maybe of it. it's this. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's a spirit uh, that's, you know, encapsulize that that cape hmm. yeah all right well uh towards the end we love to go into quotes so uh steve what do you have for quotes uh the first one i've got is uh the kurt guy who i didn't realize he was from ant-man i i'm not i haven't rewatched the movies so many times but uh when he says your robot arm is waterproof how handy pun intended i thought was <laughs> <laughs> yeah he always talked about the baba yaga too, which was part yeah, of his like yeah. information too, which is so funny. Which, but that's another great, another great character that you would not see, you know, mm-hmm. uh, participating in you know much of the story in any movie. Mm. But here, you could give them, you know, a full, you know, partnership in the team, and uh, it, it was great. Yeah, uh, Baba Yaga, by the way, is is the two twofold. One is it's a character. Well, there's the the actual mythological character, um, but in literature and everything else mm-hmm. in history. But in the comics, in Hellboy, Baba Yaga is a villain of Hellboy's. Oh, okay. But more importantly, ah, Baba cool. Yaga is what they call John Wick. Um, actually, <laughs> actually, <laughs> which John? Yes, that's not what they call yes, John is. Wick. But it's also John it's Wick about is a not witch. The Baba Yaga. John Wick is the one you send to kill. The Baba Yaga. He's the one you sent to kill the boogeyman. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. So apparently Steve has yeah. been listening yeah. to Adrenaline Cinema Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't listen to myself as well, I reference myself. having watched the Resurrection uh, <laughs> Matrix preview, Oof. I'm now I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if... Um, John Wick is just Neo trapped inside the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. That would be cool. It's a movie inside a movie yeah, inside a go. movie. All right. So Keanu plays this and this. <laughs> All right. Uh, we already mentioned it before. Uh, Bucky saying, sorry, pal, I guess this is the end of the line, which references all the lines within the Captain America unit. Uh, yeah, movies. that's one of my favorites. From the, first, the first two. As Shuma, did, did, yeah, I'm sorry, let favorite. me interrupt. Did, Steve, did you say Shuma Gorath? What? For what? Is the villain with the tentacle. That's the name of the, I thought maybe one of you said that Shuma Gorath, you were right, if you did. If not, then. I'm, no, I think you, I think you tried I to say it. You tried to say it. In, in, you, uh, <laughs> you try to say it, so, so we'll you, 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 you heard yourself. I, I got nothing. I know that you like got said, the credit, podcast dude. did say it, but I had no clue what the name was. I, I wasn't going to even try to repeat it. 
Yeah, so that's that's the character yeah. that um, has the tentacles remember. and uh, is from an alternate universe and is a dark god and wrote the um, the Darkhold book. Uh, my next quote is uh, is just when Hope after she uh, she says, "Guys, I'm covered in Sharon." So when she... oh, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was good. <laughs> The, the 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 actual episode needed levity, I think, really do. And I said it before because I think a lot of people are trying to watch yeah. this with families. So they're trying to have some sort of huge demographic. So to, uh, like, suffocate some of the violence or the gore, they yeah. put humor into it, which kind of eases it up a little bit. Like with the blam, blam, blam thing from Happy. Yeah. As he's shooting yeah. from the... Uh, the 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 special uh the hand repulsor that tony used from uh civil war at that point yep so he's doing that and then he comes back and he's like (laughs) as he turns so he got that uh also like with scott lang saying oh watch out she's a man eater there i'm doing it again and that's when wanda comes into the room when she's all zetted out yeah, that's all I got when it came to uh, quotes. But uh, I honestly, I think it equaled out between the drama, the humor, and the gore, just to make it a decent overall yeah. family thing. Obviously, you wouldn't show it to your yeah, nine-year-old right. child. <laughs> Probably the demographic would be twelve and up. Uh, my, I would think. My last one is when when T'Challa and. Um, uh, Bucky walk into the room and they they explain what Vision's been doing. Scott Scott says, "Well, in Vision's defense, I got nothing." Because so, <laughs> you know, Vision saved his life. You know, apparently, but uh, ahead, yeah. But now he's just stuck ahead, so he could give good head. Um, oh. <laughs> That's not very family friendly. <laughs> We're not family friendly. We say this is for adults anyway, so we have fun with it. We can say whatever we want, man. So, Kirk, one of the things, you know, oh, go all right. No, go ahead. Um, I was just going to comment on the fact that um, we were talking about the fact that Doctor Strange, the Su- Supreme Strange, mm-hmm. um, is still is still alive, mm-hmm. um, and that 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 episode yeah. ended in such a way that we could see that character coming again. Um, Agent Carter is going to pop through and everything else. I think this ended in a way that lends itself to a sequel. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. think we will Absolutely. see that. Yeah. I think we will see yeah. that next season because they have been uh, renewed for a second season already. Um, this, uh, I read that a couple, like a month or so ago. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, season and, two. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they did it, did it again. Only you know, then bring in a whole new cast of characters. They've got it. You could have some cosmic, you know, mm-hmm. you could introduce cosmic characters, Guardians oh. of the Galaxy, and stuff like that. Because you got to fight Thanos, you know. Right. Um, Nova. Or Nova. I don't know if they'll introduce any anybody that's not already been introduced in the MCU. That that would be interesting if they did. That yeah. would be an interesting take. So that way they could have a voice actor do it and they can necessarily just hire somebody who's yeah. completely different for the live action and then be like, okay, well, this is a different universe. Okay, this is the hmm. live action. I wonder action if they'll MCU. do that. That would be cool. That I would, would love cool. to see them do that. I don't know if they will, but I, 
I would love to see them do. I mean, in a sense, in a sense, they're doing that if they bring any of these alternate universe versions like Captain Carter, that's kind of creating a new character and then bringing it hmm. into the MCU. But, but I wonder if they, they'll ever, if they would take the risk to introduce an additional character yeah. on, in this format yeah. and then bring them to live action. I don't know. Well, it's, we'll see. Yeah, well, we never got to see Adam Warlock after Guardians Yeah, I think he'll be in Guardians 3. We got to have him at some point. Yeah, Yeah. which would be cool. Hopefully it'll be sooner than later. (laughs) James Gunn is still thriving on the the Suicide Squad, which I really uh, enjoyed. I thought thought it was was great, but uh, it's not a Marvel movie. (laughs) No, no. Um, Not at all. Not at all. No, not at all. (laughs) So, Kirk... Not at all. Good, Mark. No, I was just, I was just going to, it kind of explained the format here of, of what we do as we're wrapping up, we kind of go into podcast recommendations. If there's anything you're listening to that you think, uh, the, the listeners would find interesting. Um, do you have any podcasts that you might want to recommend? Um, you know, sadly, I, I haven't been doing a lot of podcast listening, uh, of late. I kind of went through a period of, of doing that a lot. And then, um, uh, and then kind of got out of it. Hmm. So I, I don't have any podcasts really. I mean, I, I love, uh, you know, a lot of different kinds of things. You know, obviously I listen to a, a bunch of Jason's uh, podcasts and I'm sure you guys are followers of that. And, uh, but any, any general um, recommendations yep. you would have for our listeners that you would recommend for them? I, I'm a big fan of Michael Rappaport's podcast. I don't know if you, I haven't listened to it in a, in a couple months, but I used to listen to it, you know, religiously i don't love everything uh, you know he says but a lot of what you know how he approaches things and he's just it just cracks me up you know he just he okay. makes me laugh and um politically i tend to to find myself in sync with him uh in general in terms of podcasts or in general podcasts or well? yeah, anything youtube youtube channels anything other creators you know, i've really gotten into uh when i'm when i'm drawing uh, <laughs> I go through different periods, you know, and as an illustrator, you, 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 uh, I think most artists spend a lot of time listening to music and it's often inspirational. And, you know, I listen to uh, a, a wide diversity of, you know, from classical to rap to, um, but I also, you know, love listening to like movie music that, you know, things like the inception soundtrack or um, the Batman soundtracks. And, you know, they, they, they just, uh, they, help focus my energies but um so that's a high recommendation but uh i listen to a lot of blues and uh that's been been playing a lot for me lately but a time you know i get sometimes i get Hmm. bored with with the music and if i put on something that i want to watch that becomes problematic because then i start right (laughs) watching it and not working you know (laughs) you're watching it i found a kind of in between which is I'm, I'm i'm really into science and um there's tons of these great you know youtube uh scientists or scientists who are on youtube talking about you know um a lot of the new astronomical discoveries and um mysteries that are unfolding and and uh, you know there's so much going on in the world right now with the pandemic um with politics um with uh, global warming and the environment and and the there's so much to 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 distract us from any other kind of things that are going on you know and we, we tend to be very 
at least in this house, kind of focused on a couple of major issues and we've spent all our time thinking and talking about that stuff. But as a result, there's all this futuristic discoveries and, and the science that's going on that I don't think people are necessarily aware of, but the ask, you know, in the astrophysics has just exploded. No, no. Um, and the things that we're discovering in the, um, whether it's, you know, um, earth-like planets or um, dark energy and, you know, find, you know, understanding dark matter and, and how that, fills some of the equation that's been missing for forever about what makes up the universe. And so I, I, I have a few of these uh, scientist guys that I, I listen to their videos. They tend to be long and they kind of, it kind of drones in the background. <laughs> okay. And I just, I get, you know, when I hear, wow, that's cool. And I keep working and it's kind of back. It's almost, yeah, it's, it's really, it's, yeah, it's interesting. Cool. So yeah, I recommend <laughs> it, you know, then you yeah. put on your Spotify <laughs> playlist yeah. after that too. Uh, well, well, for me, the one the one that I jotted down tonight was uh, Strange Indeed, which is a podcastica podcast, and they should be finishing up their coverage of Sweet Tooth this week. That's our friends Pake and Rima who uh, uh, are, are covering Sweet Tooth on Strange Indeed. Yeah, I started watching that. I I think there's I think I have three episodes left, or two two or three episodes left, probably just two. It had me so strong in the first three, three, four episodes, three episodes. And then I just felt like it became, it mm-hmm. kind of lost its, its direction for me. And I couldn't stay with it. Um, I don't know if it picked up again or. Um, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I, I've enjoyed this rewatch and I've been sending them voicemails. So I, I, I enjoy it. Yeah. Good. Hmm. Well, for me, it would be the continued coverage of What If from House Podcast and TV Podcast Industries. So uh, I hope that they recommend us as we do for them and their points of views with the the show's ad- adaptations of these uh, these characters. So yeah, I, uh, I I just like listening to their different takes. So I've been keeping up with that lately, and that's been fun. And to uh, submit your feedback, well, we can be heard on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or whatever podcast player of choice that you use. If ratings are available, please give us a rating or review if possible on any of those platforms. We really would appreciate it. You can check out our Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash panels to pixels. And you can check out our website, panels to pixels.com uh podcast.com panels to pixels podcast.com and uh it's currently down now but i'm hoping after my move and the changes i'll settle down and i'll sit down and take over (laughs) and get something out there for you just to uh pinpoint and reference and hopefully get some of the podcast uh played onto that as well Mark, I'd love to um, to plug uh, something that that I'm working sure. on right Absolutely, now. Absolutely, please right. go ahead. You know, with the COVID and the the um, conventions having been on hold, um, you know, I I've been doing a lot of other things and haven't been um, doing a lot of uh, what people kind of got used to, to seeing of me, which was episodes of The Walking Dead mm-hmm. um, done in tribute format as illustrations, um, episodic versions. And um, so there, there was the pandemic show was going to happen um, uh, in September on the 17th, 18th and 19th. Yes. And I was scheduled to go there and I was preparing a lot of new stuff to bring to that. 
um, I don't know, a lot, a number of pieces. And uh, um, so I've put together, um, uh, you know, I'm going to try and do a whole release weekend tribute um, event. Awesome. Coming up. Um, I've been doing some teasers, posted about it. I haven't announced yet the exact, it's going to be here in September. It's coming up this weekend. I'm going to, you know, post up some, some details about when it's coming and kind of what's, what's going to be involved. And, but uh, I hope people will, will look out for that. Follow me on Twitter at at Batman KM or Instagram at at Batman KM or go to my website, studiokm.com. There'll be information there as well about it, but um, It'll be a, it should be fun. I'm going to release, you know, different pieces each day uh, over a three-day weekend period and uh, have some special deals and opportunities to get package deals and also get um, incentives like original sketches and original drawings if you, you know, buy certain packages or whatever. So awesome. It should be a lot awesome. of fun. Yeah, we, I, know we, I, I have yeah. absolutely loved your Heroes Getting Vaccinated uh, <laughs> Twitter from Batman, uh, Batman KM. So. Well, I haven't given up on that. I'm still, I, I was cranking out for a period there, almost two a week and then down to one a week. And it's been a couple of weeks since I've done one, but uh, I'm kind of focused on getting these pieces done now for this, this uh, TWD tribute art nice. weekend. But um uh, I will get back to that because sadly, um, there's still need for people to uh, to take seriously the uh, the importance of getting vaccinated. So, yeah. uh, so then there's still a need for well, it. Well, all links will be provided below on your podcast player of choice on our notes for uh, where you could reach out to Kirk and get his artwork or go to his website and purchase. So keep that in mind, everybody. Just check that out. We will be providing that as well as in our Facebook as well. The scientist that I follow on YouTube that I was recommending is Anton Petrov. Um, So if people want to look to Anton, A-N-T-O-N, Petrov, P-E-T-R-O-V. Cool. Um, He's got uh, some fantastic, uh, some fantastic pieces. I recommend people check out. Awesome. We also have an email address where you can send us an email at panels2pixels1 at gmail.com. That's panels2pixels1. The two is spelled out right in the middle. And the number one at gmail.com. And you can find us on YouTube if you search panels to pixels podcast. And just please give us a thumbs up or subscribe to us if you like the content there. A lot of people like to listen to us on YouTube, it seems. <laughs> next week, we will be covering the next episode of What If. Thank you so much, Kirk, uh, for being with us yeah. tonight. Yeah. Uh, it's my pleasure, guys. I appreciate no it. Do you have man. anything else that you want to plug before we get to our signing off here? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I think uh, yeah. I think that's good. I appreciate the opportunity to, to let people know about that event that's coming up. No and problem. To start uh, you know, looking for that. And, um, and it's a pleasure. I, I love talking about uh, Marvel and comics and animation and film. So anytime you... You, uh, you want me back on? Absolutely. Me I'm going to be needing a co-host here in a, a few weeks when Mark's <laughs> in, in the dark in, in the basement for a little while. So Yeah, I'm uh, I'm in the <laughs> process of moving, and I'm going to be moving from two different places uh. till I settle in someplace. So, uh, yeah, so Steve will have uh, an open chair, as it were, and I uh, took okay. So if you're, if you're more than willing, you're more than welcome. So... Okay, sounds good. And where else can li- be in touch? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And where else can uh, listeners hear us? Well, I can be heard on the Adrenaline Cinema podcast on the Pirate Core Entertainment Network, where we cover action films, adventure films, and suspense films. 
Uh, also on the Pirate Corps Entertainment Network, you could also see Mr. Kirk Manley's artwork because there are always links at PirateCorpsEntertainment.com. So check that out and check out where you could find Kirk's artwork so you could submit some sort of work for him to do for you. You know, you you, uh, you do a lot of commission sales, I notice, at conventions, Kirk. So <laughs> a lot of people love sure. your stuff. I love it. I have a ton of it at home. Actually, right now it's packed. <laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciate that. But, appreciate that. And we will be asking you probably in a later date to do the Adrenaline Cinema Podcast artwork as well. So to sure. complete it. That'd be that'd be great. Which you have already done for Pirate Core Entertainment. So check that out, people, ladies and gentlemen. It's amazing. And all you guys know that I'm a pirate fan. <laughs> and as always, I send voicemails to various different podcasts that I listen to and uh, that people appreciate hearing me talk i don't know i guess i think steve when i was on with jason um for the ver- the first episode of what uh-huh. if uh you were the only voice question uh that we had <laughs> yeah yeah for that first one i think <laughs> he, I was he's the, the only voicemail one. yeah and now everybody else is jumping on board yeah, it so. was great but he live steves it was yeah, awesome he live steve so he he gotta listen to his other stuff on other podcasts when he he talks about the movie or the show or whatever they're talking about and he's watching it and he's giving his perspective as he sees it and it verbally. And it's it's fun to, to listen to because it's a different format. Oh, awesome. <laughs> I give about a two minute uh, a two minute running commentary uh, as I'm watching the show, because that's easier for me than to at the very end, try to throw everything together. So, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was our show tonight. I just want to thank Kirk Manley for being on and hanging out with us. I know it was a bit late. It was Absolutely. a little rush, but we had a good time, and you brought no a great cool insight, and I, we can't thank you more than enough, <laughs> and you are more than welcome to come back, sir. So, Oh, thank you very much. It was a pleasure being here, and I'd, I'd love to come cool. back. Cool. Awesome. So with that, I'm Mark. I'm Steve. I'm Kirk. And this was Panels <laughs> to Pixels, and we'll see you on the next panel. Good night, everybody. All right, guys. Take care. Good night. Good night. Good night.